Hey guys, welcome to this first episode of Real Talk with Danny and Ashley, where we talk about all things real estate and more. My name is Danny Lay. I'm a real estate agent with Pinnacle Estate Properties. I'm also an Army veteran, and a lot of the things I like to do besides being a realtor is helping other veterans find their first home using a VA loan. A little bit about me, I'm currently married, have two children, and one newborn who's only about uh, eight weeks old. So I've got a lot going on in my life, uh, very busy, I'm not sleeping too much, but you know, hey, it's part of life. Today we're gonna uh, introduce Ashley, she's my Hi guys, I'm Ashley. Um, A little bit about me. I just got my MBA from Alfred University and I ran track and cross country for my whole college career and also I am a triplet and now I work for Danny. (laughs) How did we come together? So I interviewed for the position on my birthday over Zoom at like 9 a.m. and then by 5 p.m. I got an email saying I got the job while I was driving with my friends to the Dodger Stadium for the Dodger game. So it was a pretty good birthday. So basically, <laughs> you know, I uh, was working as an agent by myself and then, you know, I definitely realized um, it takes a whole team to run a, a successful business. So that's why I was seeking help because I knew I couldn't do it alone. And then luckily I was able to find Ashley and now basically uh, we're a pair and we work together. She's uh, basically my right hand. Getting my license right now. So soon I'll be yeah. a licensed real estate agent too. You're going to get two, two agents, agents for the price of one. <laughs> so today, I guess we're going to talk about what it's like being a realtor. You want to start on that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess being a realtor so far, it's um, a lot different than what I anticipated when I yeah. first began about two years ago. <laughs> I imagine when I first started, it was like, you know, what you see on TV or Netflix, you know, selling Sunset. Yeah, selling like Sunset and all those you know, TV like, shows. So you basically, a lot of times you're just showing houses to clients mm-hmm. all the time, you know, chasing down leads and doing all sorts of fun things that are glamorous. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. in the interview, you asked me if I watched any like shows like yeah, Sun, essentially, Sunset or something. Right. I was like, no, that's not why I want to be a real estate agent. Yeah, so to be honest, guys, it's um, it's definitely not like that. That's why it's on TV. <laughs> yeah. But as far as being a realtor, it's, it's definitely not easy. It's a lot of work. Um, you have to be very dedicated and very consistent, you know, in order to be successful, especially right now with the market the way it is. There's not too many people, you know, doing any buying and selling. So you really have to be on top of your game and you really have to, you know, focus and work hard. Most of the day-to-day is really just marketing. Yeah, 95% of our time is basically, you know, following up on clients, Mm -hmm. marketing, how do we find new leads, stuff like that. CMAs. Basically, a CMA is a comparative market analysis, essentially, where we do some market research and then we help clients understand, you know, like, hey, what's my home worth? Yeah. You know, because a lot of people you'll find when they're selling their home, the first thing they do is they look on Redfin or, or Zillow and then they're like, oh yeah, this Redfin or Zestimate says my house is worth like this much. But in actuality, you know, that's never the case. Oh, and then they're wondering why their house is on the market for a really long time. Right. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, my, my, my Redfin said my house is worth, you know, this much, but then why are you guys saying my house is worth that much? You know, yep. we actually take the time to sit down and do a correct CMA. So you'll, you'll find that a lot of times what you see on like the internet, that's, it's not right. So. No, not at all. <laughs> and if it was, you wouldn't really need us. Everyone Every, could do it themselves. Yeah, you guys would be able to do it yourself. <laughs> I uh, advise on getting expert help, especially mm-hmm. when you're trying to sell your house. You want to go into talking a little bit about the real estate market today. I know you sent me an article recently yeah, yeah. from the Wall Street Journal, basically talking about how August sales um, declined to the slowest pace since January. Yeah. So you yeah. want to talk about that a little bit? Sure, yeah. So basically this article in the Wall Street Journal saying August home sales have slowed down to the mm-hmm. slowest pace since uh, early in the year. And definitely like for me, I, I find it no surprise. 
No. Definitely not a surprise <laughs> at all. I think uh, what has been going on the last, maybe the last two years has really, you know, driven up the market to all-time highs. And, you know, basically with the interest rates now being at, you know, above 7% mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future, you know, buying activity or sales activity is definitely going to drop. So, yeah. you know, what the article says is true. And, you know, we expect that to continue. It's a great time to be in real estate. Now that the environment's a lot more challenging, you know, like you can't just wake up and find a deal, right? You actually no. have to work hard. And if you're able to make it when the market's really difficult, you'll know that once the market's up again, it'll be a lot easier. Yeah. So like if you can make it as an agent right now when it's hard, like it'll be a lot easier later right. on. So if you can survive when it's tough, when it gets easy, it's gonna you'll you're gonna flourish and be yeah. so successful and then yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with the market rates so high or the mortgage rates, people don't wanna give up the mortgage rate they have right now to go get a new home for a higher rate. So that's why most people are just deciding to stay where they are unless they have to move. True. So yeah, that's that's a good point you bring there, Ashley. Mm -hmm. Like even for us, like yeah, we realize a lot of people have low interest rates, but especially people that refied or purchased a home in the last couple of years, right? Yeah. So we know that those type of clients don't really need to move, you know. So if you ask me, a majority of our clients right now are essentially <laughs> people that have life events where they actually have to move. Yeah, like if like a couple's getting older and they don't necessarily need a giant house, they're downsizing. Like that's right. why they're choosing to move now. It's not necessarily because they like have to. Yeah, yeah. So one one thing that I've, you know, I've advised some clients is like, hey, you know, especially, you know, older clients where they've uh have a lot of equity built up in their home mm -hmm. and you know, they now have this like gigantic two story house, all the kids are gone essentially. <laughs> and it's like, what, do, like, we what do? do we do? With all these rooms? Yeah, what do we do? Yeah. So we're like, Oh hey, you know, why don't you guys think about or consider, you know, downsizing to a house that, you know, fits your current desire and budget, you know, mm -hmm. and you could, you could basically cash out on the equity that you have in this home and go and purchase, you know, a, a smaller property that fits, you know, just you and your wife, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then the great thing about it is, you know, how, how do we convince them to do that? We, we, we don't really have to do so much convincing because you essentially just say, hey, you can sell your property, cash it out, and you can go buy this whole, this smaller property. Yeah. Basically with the funds, right? Mm -hmm. Then who cares if their interest rates are 7 or 10%? It doesn't yeah, matter, right? Yeah, that could be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where we've been finding some success right now. So mm -hmm. I think definitely it has to be creative. We currently may not be working with like a lot of first-time home buyers, right? You know, yeah. Due to the current dynamics in the market. But, you know, there's opportunities everywhere. Mm -hmm. You just have to keep your eyes open mm -hmm. and definitely uh, work hard. So where do you think the market's going to be going? Like, let's say in like the next six months, like, do you think interest rates are continue to rise or do you think that we'll eventually see a downfall? I think the interest rates are, you know, above seven right now. I, I don't see them coming down. I think the federal reserve is probably going to raise interest rates again, another quarter point by the end of the year. The reason why I feel that is, you know, un unemployment's still historically very low. Yeah. Uh, people still have a lot of jobs. Uh, I think there's a report came out today, like the U.S. added like 300,000 jobs just this, you know, past month. So they really, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you so, want a job, apparently there's a lot yeah, out there. So you want a job, <laughs> there's apparently a lot uh, out there. So what I would say, what I would say to that is that the employment is so strong. Uh, wages are still growing. So people mm -hmm. still have a lot of jobs and that's going to basically keep the economy running hot. Mm -hmm. And when the economy is running hot, the Federal Reserve has to keep the rates high because what? Yeah. yeah, you know, because right, right now inflation's like at 
I think it's about like three percent or something mm-hmm. like that, close to three percent. So we're not that we're not back down to the two percent that they hope. They're not going to be dropping rates anytime soon. You know, they've already yeah. came out and said that. So essentially, I think in twenty twenty four rates will they're they're going to stay the same. I don't see them you know coming down. So um, if you're one of those buyers out there that's waiting to see three uh, percent interest rates, <laughs> we wait <laughs> uh, a long time. Yeah, don't don't hold your breath. So what I would recommend, let's say first time home buyers, um, definitely work with an agent that's going to be able to help you, you know, maybe negotiate a rate buy down yeah. you know, with the seller, mm-hmm. you know, say, Hey, you know, like my client's interested, but we need a lower rate in order to afford your property. Uh, maybe like a two, one buy down or three, two, one buy down, something mm-hmm. like that, you know, in order to make it more, I guess, affordable. Yeah. So, you know, I would say to buyers, you know, you just have to think outside the box and work with people that, you know, are willing to get the job done for you, like mm-hmm. us. So so with like the market right now, do you think you'd recommend to uh, buyers or sellers to like rent instead of buying like renting right now? I would never advise for anybody to be renting. If you can <laughs> afford to buy a house, uh, you definitely should. It's like it's like that saying that everybody always says, like the best time to buy was like yesterday, you know? Yeah, true. So you definitely can't go wrong when you're buying a house that you intend to occupy. And and don't be like one of those like uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna wait for the bottom of the market. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You never uh, know you're, you're never gonna time the bottom of the market. So mm-hmm. uh don't try it. And just just if you can afford it, if you have a good down payment, um, good credit, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then definitely just just buy the house. You're gonna come out on top. Oh yeah, right. Like the appreciation versus renting for that whole time yeah, versus renting. Right. If you want to rent for the next three years or so while you wait for rates to drop back down to like let's say five percent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're they're at seven now. Right. So let's say in, in three years they're down to five. Mm-hmm. Right. That two percent. So, so, so you you basically save two percent on interest, but you paid your landlord how much in the span of three A years? Lot of money. <laughs> Let's just imagine, let's just imagine rent, your rents will even be conservative. Like your rent is $2,500 a month, uh-huh. which we know, which is probably not the case. It's probably no, more, right? not at all. So that's close to $30,000 a year. You multiply that by three years. You're talking about hundred grand in three years mm-hmm. that you've just spent waiting. Yeah, I know when I lived in Monterey for college, rent for like a bare minimum two-bedroom house was like 2100 like three years ago. Now right. there's no way you're even getting that price. And also a lot of... Things that I see are common with people where they say, oh, I can't afford a down payment. I, I don't I don't think it's that you can't afford it. It's that you're living a like an extravagant lifestyle way above your means, you know? Yeah. Like a lot of Not extracurricular activities or outside activities that basically if you didn't if you if you did less of that, you'd you'd have enough money to actually to save and actually put towards a down payment. Mm. So basically if you <laughs> if you went out like probably fifty percent less, you you would have a down payment for half, like in six months. But yeah, I guess uh, I guess you can't. Sometimes you can't Give teach that. So, based on how the market is right now, what would you recommend, like with the various types of loans that people could use? Uh, me personally, I would say I would put as little money down as possible in purchasing mm-hmm. a house, uh, depending on if I have good credit. You know, like even for me, I just bought a rental property with like five percent down. So oh, yeah, why don't you tell them why you bought that rental property? Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, my wife, she gave birth two months ago to our our baby boy, Oliver. 
And she, you know, she asked me, oh, hey, uh, I want a push present basically for my, you know, all my hard work. And then, so, you know, I thought about like, oh, I don't want to buy you like a Chanel bag or something like that or like something expensive. The normal gift. Yeah, the normal gift. Like, I'm not going to get a return on that. <laughs> so, so basically the push gift was also a gift for Danny. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm going to save a little bit more extra money and then maybe I'm going to buy you something that in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years for sure, you're going to thank me for because it's going to turn. Only when you to a real estate agent yeah, you so, get an investment home as your push gift. Yeah. So basically the, it morphed between between a a bag of some sort into a property in Orange County, so that, that's that's kind of like the story behind it. And now mm-hmm. we're uh, in the process of you know remodeling it, doing some renovations, and hopefully we're gonna get our first tenant here in the next couple of weeks. That's exciting. Yeah, because uh, if we don't, we got a we got a mortgage to pay for. <laughs> but uh, luckily, I'm a real estate agent, and uh, I know how to find good tenants. So you know, definitely, I'll, I'll get it done. Yeah, it was definitely a nice nice gift. Yeah. With this investment property, has there been any like hiccups or surprising things like with the whole like investment property process that you found? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I uh, when I purchased this house, so the funny story was, uh, it's a single family residence. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, fifteen hundred square feet in the inside. Okay. It had like this extension that the previous owner built. About oh. Eight eight hundred square feet to the house. Oh wow. Yeah, but the problem was that it was like unpermitted. Oh, I and see. <laughs> I guess I was under the assumption at the time because I didn't really look into the building codes in Orange County. They basically were saying that, like, uh, in order to get this thing permitted, I'd have to like almost tear it down, essentially. Oh, so, and like rebuild it and rebuild it. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so that was like a little surprise, um, but uh, I luckily I have a good contractor, mm-hmm. and we were able to kind of resolve that issue. So like for me, even going into it sometimes, like as long as I have a good team working behind me, mm-hmm. you know, we will find a, we'll figure out a solution to every problem. Yeah. So I definitely wasn't like uh, nervous or anything like that mm-hmm. about the challenges because I know deep down I'll always figure out a way to yeah. get it done or to resolve it. So mm-hmm. Another fun thing about this investment property, why don't you tell them about your pet peeve about black and white houses? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So... I've been doing a lot of renovations on different properties, you know, with, with other clients that I have. And I, I swear, I think they all use the same, like, distributor for, like, paint. Yeah, they all use <laughs> the same and, and hardware and, like, remodeling and remodeling supplies. Because every house you see driving down in the valley that's, like, from, like, the 1970s or 1980s getting a remodel or whatever you want to call it, like a facelift, so mm-hmm. to say, right? They all, I swear, they all are painted white with black you know, black black trim. <laughs> and I told, I told my wife and my contractor, if I see another white house with black trim, I'm going to just going to barf. So his investment property definitely is not. Oh, no, no, no. I told him no matter what you do, <laughs> I do not want to see any white on the outside with black. So please, so yes. please, please, please don't do it. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my only pet peeve right now. <laughs> I, I figured the investment property that we have in Orange County, Maybe we got to Yeah, we got to be a lot different. Yeah. Well, we should probably get back to loans. <laughs> yeah, so let's get back to the loans. Loan. Yeah, so going back to loans, definitely first-time home buyers. There's a lot of programs out there I would try to take advantage of through the state. Mm-hmm. They currently have like the 
the California Dream program. I would highly suggest researching that. It's a state program where they're saying, hey, we want to help first-time home buyers, and the state is willing to give uh, people that do qualify up to 20% down payment oh, wow. towards That's their house. And That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, like, the state is going to give you this, 20, this down payment, mm-hmm. right? However... Uh, the only requirement is they're going to basically be a co-owner in your property. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. So they're going to give you the down payment. You're going to be able to move into the property. Mm-hmm. And if you do decide to sell the property or refinance the property later down the road, uh, they're all, the only thing that they're asking is you pay back the 20% that they gave you mm-hmm. plus 20% of the equity that you do gain. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it makes sense because if they, they are like a partner with you in, yeah, your, partner your, in your home, in your home, yeah, obviously, when you do refire cash out later on, they're going to ask for their, you know, appropriate their share. Back. Yeah, yeah, their portion back. Which, to me, I, I don't think that's a bad idea, right? Because think about it as like, even I, as an investor, if somebody's willing to give me 20% and I can buy a whole, a- I can go buy an asset, right? Yeah. At 100% of the value. Yeah, what am I losing? I've basically got no skin in the game. And, and the state yeah, because you would have had that to begin with. So right. what is but, giving them 20% well, back Well, yeah, what, what is giving the state 20% of my house? Like, But I get to own the other 80% mm-hmm. by basically putting no money down. Yeah. Right? Like, if you if you put your investor hat on, that that's actually a really good deal. Mm-hmm. So I, I highly suggest that. It's called the California Dream Program. And if you guys do research it uh, and you find a lender... Um, or if you don't know a lender, please contact me because I do have a few lenders that specialize with that program. Um, yeah, we can definitely help you get that. Mm-hmm. Another option is, you know, maybe like an FHA loan. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to put a lot of money down. You could put like, I think it's between like 3 to 5% down. Yeah, I think it is. So those type of programs are good. You always say, oh, I don't have the 20% down, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to pay PMI. But my, and my response to them is like, you guys, don't worry about the PMI. You know, the PMI, it's, it's just an insurance uh, policy on your loan. Mm-hmm. And the cost of the PMI, it's not that much. Do you want to tell people what a PMI is if they don't know? Oh, right. <laughs> so basically, it's mortgage insurance. Um, and what that means is if you don't put more than 20% down on a home, the state or basically your lender is going to require you to uh, get yeah. an insurance policy for the, the balance of the uh, loan uh, because they, they're not sure in case you do default, right? They need to get paid. Yeah. So if you don't put more than 20%. It reduces the risk. For yeah, them. it reduces the risk because if you don't put 20% down and they, they loan you the rest of the money, essentially, if the let's say the, the property value fluctuates enough. Yeah. Uh, and then you default, the lender could actually be underwater at that point. If you have good credit, good level of income, and I don't think even your mortgage insurance is going to be that much, to be honest. I just did like $900,000, and then the mortgage insurance was like one fifty a month. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. That's not <laughs> so, bad. That's so, like HOA fees. Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. It's like, it's like less than the HOA fees. Yeah. So. I think I was looking today and the house had like $250 of HOA fees. So it's not even that much. <laughs> so I guess what I would say to that is like, yeah, it's less than HOA fees. So, so me personally, I wouldn't put 20% down. I would put the least amount possible because mm-hmm. I like to hold on to my money and do other things with it. Yeah. So, um, but you're risk averse. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's the saying, right? Uh, it's definitely to 20% down, definitely yeah. 20% down. You can do a conventional loan. So Danny used a VA loan for his house. So do you want to tell him a little bit about that? Yeah. Or like yeah. the veterans that are watching? Yeah. 
The VA loan is hands down the best loan product you could ever use. If you're and like a military veteran, you served your country, the U.S. government saying, hey, you deserve this benefit. What the VA loan does is is it helps, you know, veterans that do qualify for the program. Mm -hmm. and, to, and basically to qualify for the program, you just don't have to get like a dishonorable discharge. Yeah. So basically, if you served in the military and you did a good job. Because it's active duty veterans and also <laughs> surviving spouses. Correct. So basically with the VA loan, you can walk into a property with basically no money down. <laughs> Or no closing costs. Yeah. If if you find no, a good no money down required. If you find the right real estate agent like myself to help you. Mm -hmm. Isn't the one thing different is having to have the VA do the appraisal on the home? Yeah, I guess this misconception about VA loans being a lot more difficult than a conventional loan. Mm -hmm. But in reality, there's not much different, right? Yeah. There's this only one thing that's different is the appraisal. Yeah. The appraisal, instead of it being done by just a regular appraiser, it's just an appraiser that's done through the VA. So the VA will contact an appraiser that they work with and they just do the appraisal. Mm -hmm. um, and the difference there is that the VA has like minimum property requirements. Mm -hmm. So they're just, you know, checking during the appraisal process. Hey, does the house like have a roof? Are there, there aren't any missing walls? It's a good minimum requirement yeah, to have you know, a roof. The, the, the foundation is <laughs> not cracked, you know, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, there ain't termites eating like 90% of your home, stuff like that. Um, and it's, like it's, it's put, yeah, and, and it's put in place, <laughs> it's put in place to prevent veterans from buying a, like a lemon, right? Yeah. So like what I would say to that is like, yeah, it's. It's a little bit more like thorough as far as the appraisal process, but like I wouldn't want to buy a house if it had any of those problems. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Like, those so, are my minimum requirements. Sorry, the I, I, I don't think it's the VA's minimum requirements are like really like, you know, that's that. strict. <laughs> yeah, it's just like common sense here. VA loans, the best loan out there, especially if you're a veteran. I highly recommend you use that. I, I, don't, I, I can't imagine using any other type of loan product. So if you ever hear somebody telling you, oh, use a conventional loan or use some of that, these other government products, don't do it. Just please, please research the VA loans and then, you know, you're going to find that. Or you can is... come reach out to Danny and he is yeah, the or VA call loan guy me a, and knows get, everything about him. Yeah, or give me a call. I'm glad to help. So my wife and I, we, we used a VA loan on, on our the current property that we lived in. And, you know, at that time, I think we put like $7,500 down as okay. an earnest money deposit. Mm -hmm. And we used our VA loan and we had like closing cost credits and stuff like that. We're, you know, I was, able oh, to, yeah. I was able to negotiate with the builder, like, hey, you know, I'm a veteran, you know, I'm using a VA loan. Mm -hmm. And what other special incentives do you have, essentially? Mm -hmm. So they have like $20,000 worth of seller or builder credits oh, wow. that they were offering at the time, plus my VA loan zero down. Mm -hmm. I basically moved into the house with the $7,500 deposit. Wow. That once, you know, the escrow period and everything closed back, they, they literally refunded me back my earnest money because <laughs> I had, I, I had, basically I had more credit in the deal than, you know, what I even had to put in. So like my wife and I, we've walked into the property. We didn't even pay any money. <laughs> and fast forward to three years now, we're sitting on, you know, maybe at least a quarter million of equity yeah. in, in a span of three years. So That's awesome. So that kind of goes back to saying, um, if it's a house that you're going to live in, the best time to buy was like yesterday. <laughs> That's going to do it for this uh, first episode of Real Talk with Danny and Ashley. Well, thanks for tuning in this week and like and subscribe and ask any questions if you have questions about VA loans. And we'll see you guys next time. All right. See you guys next time.